Yes. Yep. I'm on mute. I'm on mute. So if you uh, you direct someone's Sorry. name if you want us to come off yeah. mute. You know what I mean? I will. I will. Hey. Yeah. All right. Now here All we right, go. League of Endzone Dancers Podcast. Welcome, welcome everyone to the LED Divisional Draft. Tonight's episode, we of course we got uh, all three division winners from last season. Starting off with Roger Wong who will be picking first. Roger, what's going on, man? Roger? All right. I think he's still here. He's probably on mute. But Roger will be drafting first. Uh, and then next, we got Stephen Lai. What's going on, Stephen? What do you do, baby? <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we got the champion from last season, Mike Kawano, what up, man? What's going on? It's good to have all you guys on the show, especially this guy, Mike. Uh, I think this is your seventh season, but oddly, this is your first time on the podcast, Mike. This is a treat. We got a first-time podcast guest here. That's right. Thanks for moving the draft for me. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. Anything for the champ. Anything, right? So, Mike, I, before we get started, I just wanna, I just wanna go around the table real quick, just. Ask you guys how you guys are doing, how where are you guys at in the off season? Uh, what are your plans for this year? So break it down, man. How's it feel to be champ? What have you been up to this off season, and what what are you kind of what's your what's your approach this year for the twenty nineteen season? Feels good to be the champ, especially after a down season last year. Um, yeah, I had a lot of injuries in the previous year, so kind of put a little dip on my performance for the last you know since I joined the league. So really happy to be on top again. Um, off season, I honestly haven't started. Probably a couple texts with you. That's about it. Uh, and then I, I, every anytime I, anytime I get a link from Ant, I've you know, got to check it out. So I've, I've been looking on that. But other than that, I haven't really done anything. Um, not planning to make any changes. I always have kind of the same approach, um, just staying active on the wire. And from a draft yeah. perspective, you know, just kind of take it as it goes. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I gotta say, Mike. You know, it sounds like you're kind of slacking off. It doesn't sound like you're uh, you're really gunning for a uh, back to back there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it doesn't be anything, uh, you know, other than being in Hawaii and prepping right before the draft. So. Right. 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 It was a also, successful year to, last year. <laughs> I, I forgot to mention. It's been we're a little we're all a little rusty here. Uh, I forgot to mention we have, of course, our usual co-host. Anthony LaCicero. What's up, Ant? What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, LED? I just want to congratulate our champion, Mike, putting that prep work in Hawaii. Got the payoff. And I'd also like to congratulate Roger for uh, one spectacular uh, second rookie season. Uh, he definitely held held his own from uh, his speech. He backed it up. And I also want to congratulate Steven for an excellent season. Um, he had a phenomenal team, put together a great roster, and was one hell of a competitor last year. So, congrats to all three of you. In my book, all three of you guys are winners. Yeah, if I remember correctly, Steven was uh, was one of the top teams heading into the playoffs, and then somehow, some way, uh, went one and done against Ken, I believe it was. So, Steven, let's. All right, let's... that's in the past. I'm ready, <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to make a comeback. <laughs> So, Steven, what's what's been going on with you, man? How are you feeling this offseason? I know you submitted your keepers already. Uh, you must be feeling really good about James Conner. I think that might go down 
as one of the biggest robbery highway robbery trades in the history of LED. Yeah, I'm excited for my uh, my start so far. Um, submitted my keepers really quick so I can get the season started. And hopefully, it pushes more people to get started with uh, with the off season because the draft draft's gonna come up quick. So yeah. let's get the season started. Yeah, I agree, man. This this summer has been really slow by LED standards. Uh, you know, usually by this time we have at least a handful of trades in. Uh, up to this point, all we have so far is the Camara trade between Jeff and Anthony that happened way back in March. Uh, so yeah, we got to get this this offseason kickstarted. And finally, Roger, uh, the runner-up from last season, like Anthony said, a spectacular uh, first season back after spending a few years in the B League. Roger, do you think you can repeat this beginner's luck, so to say? Uh. It's going to be tough, but yeah, I'm optimistic. I can repeat. Uh, I didn't like the way, I mean, Mike did great, but I, uh, yeah, I wish I did better. All right. All right. All right, guys. So first things first, before we dive into the divisional draft, we want to talk about the uh, pending rule change, which is the luxury tax rule. I know, like I said, the summer has been a little slow. I don't know how plugged in everybody is into fantasy. Uh, but I mentioned this a few weeks ago on the chat and, uh, it's basically a luxury tax in the conventional sense, just like we see in professional sports. It's basically a cap on how much money you can come in to the auction draft with. And the reason that we're, uh, we're proposing this kind of change is because of the situation that we have at hand with Anthony's team. Uh, he's already made one very large transaction. Uh, he got 20 auction from Jeff for Camara. Um, which puts him obviously at $220 coming into the auction draft, which is uh, a solid 10% over uh, budget. And so what we're proposing now is to set a threshold for how much money you can come in with and anything that goes above that threshold, you'll be taxed just like in professional sports. And so I think initially we were thinking something in the range of 10 to $20. Um, and uh, we will probably vote on that in a couple of weeks, but let me start with Anthony. Uh, what do you think? What do you think about this rule? What are your thoughts on where we should have that number be? And, um, and yeah, let us know how you feel. Well, uh, you know, uh, you know, throughout the uh, season, you know, part of the strategy is to uh, acquire assets and play by the rules that are at hand. And um, I, I seem to have done a pretty good job at um, collecting those assets. And I also had to make sacrifices on hanging on to them in waiver wires. So all this was calculated into my um, my 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 whole plan so i do feel like that anybody had the opportunity to um try to complete the task that i have and um so having said that i do realize that i kind of hit the cheat code a little bit and there is a right. significant advantage so and um i'm willing to you know understand that situation and i'm still in a in great shape so um so, having said that, uh, trading away Camara for twenty dollars, uh, it's a big deal to you know he's a top 
top ranked player. He's top four right now in the entire league. And so by me making that trade before this rule change, I do feel like that, like, uh, if I am going to be taxed like 50% just based on this trade, it probably wouldn't have been traded. Um, but I do have right. other assets mm-hmm. and I am playing the game. So, um, I feel that, uh, at a $15, uh, luxury tax where 15 of the, that dollars, I get free and clear. After that, $5 would be taxed 50% along with any other uh, auction money I acquire with. And the proposal is $15 this year and going into next year, we would make it a $10 luxury tax. And, you know, if you're able, this is a tax that's not easy to come by. Um, But I feel like players in the past who have hit really well on uh, keepers, and they've took the risk and held those assets, have done well in the cha- in championships like Steven and Mike has done well in, in that and in, in other areas too. So, yeah, um, so let me, let me, so let me go ahead for a second, Anthony. Uh, let me back up real quick. Um, and so I think I want to first explain the, the, you know, the logic behind why we're proposing this rule. And obviously it's, it's because, and, and first keep in mind that, you know, LED is a very complex league and, you know, we're always changing. And, you know, throughout our history, we've made rules that, you know, we probably look back on now and said, why do we make that rule? But, you know, we're always changing, adapting, and we never really saw this coming. We never really uh, anticipated or foresaw a situation where one team would actually have this much excess money um, above the $200 budget. And so having said that, it, it's, it's, it was just kind of an unforeseen circumstance. And so now that we're seeing that, uh, now that's what's prompting this, this rule change and this discussion. Uh, I just wanted to Put that right. up first. Um, I, and, so, and I'm also, so the, the, I'm the also is really, accept, is it I'm fair? To, right, yes. Yeah, so the key is, is it fair to have to, someone have this much money over budget? And I understand you already made this trade, and that certainly complicates um, this discussion. And whatever rule we do put in place, it's certainly going to be more complicated because that trade was already executed. But I think really what I want to achieve today is just to kind of get your guys' thoughts on one, uh, the fairness of it. And two, um, where we need to set that that number at. And in my in my opinion, I think, like Anthony said, because the trade was already executed, I think it would be fair to maybe make this year's cap, you know, the initial year, make it a little bit more flexible and a little more lenient. And then next year, we would bump it back down to whatever level we want it to be at permanently. Uh, that's my my proposal but obviously like i said i want to get your guys thoughts so anthony um i think you did you got you gave your piece so let's swing it over to uh steven steven um i think i think it's pretty fair um can't knock on anthony for picking the right players in the draft and obviously getting some luck for getting some of the players that he got and I don't know how he got twenty dollars from Jeff. Maybe Jeff probably offered him that much that much money for Kamara, but that's that's still a pretty good deal for Jeff, in my opinion. It, it is a good in deal. In terms of, yeah, it is. Even even giving away twenty thousand dollars, so. But but see, so Stephen, and 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 when I ask you guys this, try try your best to to be unbiased. <laughs> I mean, I, obviously, it's going to be hard because we're not we're none of us are really affected by this rule except for Anthony. Um, but if I could ask you, Steve, where, what what do you think is an appropriate 
you know, number, what, what do you think is a good cap? Well, I, I initially I thought maybe $15 was a little bit high. I probably initially thought we should probably cap it like $10 or something. I think that would be a kind of a good start, but okay. that's just my opinion. Okay. Uh, Roger, what about you? Roger. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to say. I see Ant's point. He's kind of, I guess you can say, getting punished in a way if we set the luxury tax this year. But I also see your point, too. Um, trying to keep it fair. Can't give anyone too big of an advantage. Mm. Um, $20. Uh, it, it, it's really tough to say. The first, the first year we're going to do this. Yeah. So, uh, Roger, what do you think about my, my proposal of having the initial year being a little bit higher and then next year we move it down to wherever what we want it to be permanently? How do you feel about that? Uh, I, think that's a, I think that's a fair compromise. Okay, okay. And finally, Mike, do you, do you want to add anything to, to this? You know, I, I think it's fair that, you know, we have some flexibility in the first year. You know, we can't blame Ant for disrupting the way we do fantasy football. Um, I do have one point, though. So I think right now the luxury tax is based on one trade. I think if we do revisit this going forward, it should just be overall how much they acquire and, and where you're at with your draft kind of um, value. Uh, drop, right, right. Yeah, uh, so draft I should specify that. So it's not it's not based on a um, it's not taxed at a transaction level. So it would be taxed um, at your net plus minus at the end of the off season, right? So like you said, it's not so Anthony getting twenty dollars because he's over that fifteen dollars doesn't mean that you know it's not on a transaction level. So say he he went spent twenty dollars and he would net to zero and he wouldn't be taxed at all when the draft started. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Okay. So I think what we'll do, guys, um, I think what we'll do... Real quick. Go ahead. Real quick, I just want to add that... uh, So basically, on that $20 transaction at a $15, I would only be taxed $5 from $15 to $20. Uh, I would only be taxed 50% of that last $5. But however, I do have other players that I plan on trading. So each player that I trade, let's say I get $10 for them, I'm only going to receive $5. No, no. See, so that's what I... That's what I meant to, to explain. So it's not, it's not like, you know, sales tax where you go to the check stand and they tax you right then and there, right? It's, it's gonna right. Be at the end. So it's say, imagine all your transactions, you know, wherever you buy or sell at the end of that, that's the amount that gets taxed. And if your your plus minus is over 15, if you're like, theoretically, if we're putting at 15, if it's over that mark, then, then that's when you would be taxed 50% of every dollar. That you have. Only every dollar yeah. over fifteen dollars, not right. every of single plus, dollar of your of your plus minus though. So it doesn't get calculated right. until draft day, essentially. True, but I'm saying every dollar over fifteen dollars. Yeah. After the fifteen dollars, it will be fifty percent. And mind you, I just like to say that we ran into, we knew that this problem was going to happen quite a bit, and we've collaborated. And I actually drew up the idea of a fairness way of the fifty percent tax thing. Because I'm not, I'm not trying to just come out and just kind of just say, oh, I just, I want every penny. I was trying to come up with a, a, a way to make this a, a legitimate precedent, you know. And right. I think the $15 fat tax, and I think most of the people kind of agree that that is fair for this year. But going yeah. forward, 
anything over $10 on the next year is a good precedent. Um, I think so too. So, so there's honestly, a lot of thought put in. Honestly, it. if you were to ask me right now, I would say that I would like 15 and 10. So 15 this year, and then we move to 10, and that's where it stays permanently going forward. That's my personal preference. But obviously, like I said, um, we'll vote on it um, in a couple of weeks. I just wanted to get a little discussion kickstarted, and hopefully if people are listening, they have a little better idea of what this luxury tax is. And it's honestly not a new concept. That, um, you've heard it uh, in, in professional sports all the time. Uh, we're kind of following that same uh, that same structure. So, you know, there is some basis for what, what we're doing. Although the, the real luxury tax, I think in football is something like, you know, they don't give you much of a, um, much buffer at all. I think it's like 5% or something like that. So ours is obviously much higher, but obviously we're not a professional sport. But, uh, with that said, uh, let's go ahead and just table that and we will, we will vote on it in a couple of weeks. So, uh, without further ado, let's get right into the divisional draft. Uh, I'll go over the rules just as a refresher. The draft order is decided by uh, the champ gets the division of four, so he picks last. And then between the last two teams, it's whoever has the best record. And that one is uh, that best record is owned by Roger. And so he will pick first, and then Steven, and then Mike. And it will not be a snaking draft. So it'll go back to Roger after Mike. You guys ready? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Ready. All right. Roger. Go ahead. I pick Anthony. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Super division. I love it, Roger. You could have picked me last. You could have me last, though, Roger. Someone's got to do it. So, I mean, it's been two straight years. So let's just let's just keep this going, guys. So let's just keep the super division thing going. All right, all right, Steve. <laughs> That's a great pick, Roger. Thank you. All right, it's my That's pick. Uh, I'm gonna go, with Steve. All right. <laughs> oh, That's awesome. Yeah, Steven wants my the, hot tub, buddy. Uh, he wants the law firm division name again, Steven, I guess. Yeah, bring it back. Uh, Mike, what'd you say? He took my hot tub, buddy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He sure did. <laughs> Who you got, Mike? I'm going to take Doug. Okay. Mike takes Doug. All right, Roger, back to you. Uh, I'll pick... It's got to be Ken, right? Zach. Zach. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Zach. I, I mean, if you go for Super Division, you probably, you probably should have went Ken there. I go, <laughs> it's all right. You made your pick. I got to pick a former D-leaguer. All right. I'm going to – I want to play this guy at least three times this year. So, uh, Ken. Okay. Mike? I'm going to go with uh, Sammy. Okay. Nobody wants to pick me, huh? Roger, back to you. <laughs> you guys can pick me. It's all good. For some reason, I got picked hey, last you, last year. What do you Mike get? Uh, I'll Mike pick... Um, Mike went sunny. So it's Roger, Anthony, Zach, Steve, Steven, Steve, Ken, and Mike, Doug, Sonny, currently. I'll pick our Armand. 
Okay. Steven? I'll take Dom. Okay. Mike, your last pick. Uh, I got Edmund. All right. That's, so that's Mike's division. It's looking like a pretty pretty good division. Like, not bad. All right, Roger. I'll pick Jeff. What the fuck? What, what is this shit? Is this only because I'm hosting? Is that, is that why you guys don't want to pick me or what? <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So that's it. That is the 2019 LED divisions. I'll go ahead and uh, recap for everybody. In the first division, we got Roger, Anthony, Zach, Armand, and Jeff. I don't know if I'd call that a super division, but it definitely doesn't look too easy. Uh, in Steven's division, we got Steven, Steve, Ken, Dom, and Martin. And then in Mike's division, we got Mike, Doug, Sonny, and Edmund. That is it. How do you guys feel about your divisions? Mike? I'm, I'm liking my division right now. Yeah? Okay. Yep. Okay. It looks like Mike's going back to back. So Roger, Roger, explain, <laughs> <laughs> explain your first pick, bro. What's what's oh. the logic behind this? Oh, just returning the favor, and that's he's always does his homework. He knows his he knows his fantasy. And that's a reason to have him in your division. Super division. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. He, I mean, wants, I he wants to beat the best. He wants to beat the best in his division. I would have went Ken instead of Zach, but all right. I mean that if you took if you took Ken, I think that would super division for oh. sure. I mean it would have been pretty close to last year's division too. Um minus Jeff. I want the former B leaguer. Yeah, you should have just picked Ken and then you guys would all would have been playing again uh together again. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right, that was fun. Um, thanks everybody for joining if you guys have any uh, last things to add or anything you want to talk about yeah Antonio Brown Doug and Bell are are for sale so hit me up okay Bell and AB are for sale I don't know if you're going to get any takers on those but yeah that's a tough sale Uh, I got uh, Hunter Henry and Kerryon Johnson Anthony, Anthony wants big people. money, though, guys. And if, you, if you want to shop at Anthony's shop, you better be prepared to but show it, out because these guys aren't cheap. But they're, but they're bargains, you know, so if you want to bargain, killer, killer keeper price, killer. I mean, at, at, at the end of the at the end of the day, you're, you know, your draft price will probably be appropriate, but you're going to be handing over a lot of auction dollars. I only get half of it. If whatever I get from anybody, <laughs> I'm only receiving half. So well, we'll find out. We'll find out. And maybe I'll do that a little sooner. I mean, we are getting pretty close to the draft. I mean, right now we're basically exactly a month out. And so uh, maybe we'll do Hunter Henry a little bit sooner. Hunter Henry, carry on Johnson. Hunter Henry, carry on Johnson. What's up? Someone's got to make some moves because, like I said, this summer has been too slow. Uh, somebody start making some moves. All right. I'll show them how to do it, Kamish. Show them how to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta start looking around at people's rosters too. But all right, guys, that Maybe was fun. Maybe on Bell and AB. 
That was fun. Thanks, guys, for joining. Uh, good luck this season, and uh, happy studying. All right. See you guys. Thank good you. Luck. Luck. Thanks, guys. Nice. Peace.